2: Plan for your prosperity, prepare for your retirement, safeguard your savings, and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka.
1: Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. To save aggressively and invest conservatively. A uh, lots of stuff to talk about on the show this week. We're going to be discussing the markets. We're going to be discussing savings. We're going to be investments. Uh, what's happening in the world? I think we've got a, a special guest coming on later on in the show, which I'm really excited about. And uh, so, big things are happening. A lot of things are happening, and. Uh, so we just want to hit it. The first thing is always to save a minimum of ten percent plus the company match for retirement. Keep in mind, with your four hundred one k, you can save eighteen thousand five hundred dollars uh, there, and up to twenty four thousand five hundred if you're over the age of fifty, and uh, and you don't have kids in school. But <laughs> that's another story. Uh so it, so you know, it, it's now's the time to be particularly if if in if you're in your your. 50s to really start raising that savings up. And, and we're seeing a lot of people, you know, one of the big discussions we've been having on the show here is is we're really seeing the savings. The, it used to be people built up their savings between age 50 and 63, 62 years old and then retired. And we're seeing a, a delay of about five years on that. It's really, I think, more 55 to 65 to 70, for for buildup of savings for retirement, and one of the things, a couple things that's been is it's been these ultra low interest rates put forth by the Federal Reserve have been very destructive to savers. And I, I think the really the big thing has really been uh, college costs have really set back uh, many people's savings programs as they work to get their kids through college. When uh, the 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 two biggest expenses, increases in the uh, inflation indexes in the last twenty years has really twenty twenty five years has really been college cost and of course medical and and so so what it's done is it shifted people's fundamental saving savings patterns into into later in life than than it's been in the past and, and so uh this is something that we're seeing more and more of in and, and one of the things a a, a couple if, if if you're working longer. Uh, changes that you know, it, it changes your retirement strategy to to some extent. And and what 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 it really does is it, some of the advantages of that is that it allows you to pay down debt, particularly your house. It, it's it's a lot harder for most people if they're retiring at age sixty two to have the house paid off. Many people do, but a lot of people don't. They, they tend to be on a 30-year mortgage. It, it, and so as you as you get into retirement, if you set a retirement date, you want to, as we've talked about in the show, I think it's very, very important to pay down the house. I'm not one of these people that believe you should be pulling equity out of the house every time you can refinance and, and never paying it back uh, for the future. Look, I understand that's a big thing in California. Everybody does it. But it, it's just, it, it's not a good way to do business. It, it, and one of the problems we're really dealing with longevity today with retirement it, it back in in, it, in the past people 30, 30 40 years ago it, yeah that's about right 30 40 years about 40 years ago it really what look you didn't put people came up to retirement If they came up and, and they've got if they have a million dollars and they want to retire back then if you had a million dollars you really were worth a million dollars but uh it would be look we're going to put about 60 70% in bonds we'll own a few stocks in in really the 60s and 70s you retired at age 62 63 65 you were gone by age 72 for most people and and and, and so you didn't the, the idea that that you would put you would put uh retirement money in stocks I mean there was trust back you know they, they there were some laws that you know they, that restricted the amount of stocks in retirement funds, in in pensions, in, in in trust and different things like that because they were deemed imprudent. And one of the reasons was a couple, what? Two of the re- one of the reasons was, of course, the depression, which people remembered forever. Back in the depression, they didn't have the Fed flooding the planet with money, artificially pushing up stock prices, so everybody thinks it's great like they do today. But the other, more important thing is, most people's life just weren't that long enough. It, 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 and so, if you could, you know, if you could put the money in in bonds and get a decent return, and and, and the money would last four, or five years, six years into retirement. Nowadays, as we talked about on this show. The average marriage couple has a 25% chance that one of them will be lived to age 93, 94, 95, depending on the numbers I look at. 25% 25% chance, so if you retire at 65. You're talking 30 years, which means you're going to have to grow through inflation. Inflation is starting to come up. We're starting to see inflation. We're starting higher oil prices, higher wages, higher freight prices, higher, you know, things are starting to, you're starting to see, infl- of, co- of course, higher medical and college costs. I mean, that's going to go up into infinity as long as the government's involved. But, so so what you've got to plan is for longer term and that requires more stock allocation into your account because of that. That's why typically, you know, some people are, you know, 60-40 is, is, is really a good number. That's a balance. That's what we tend to use That Max Out Savings Advisors is 60-40 stock to bond ratio. And and, and and that gives you some growth with inflation over the longer term. We've been in a deflationary cycle for about 25 or 30 years. That's coming to an end. When when you hear people talk about the 35-year bond bull market is coming to an end, what they're really starting to say is, we're going to see inflation. Inflation is going to go up, and and interest rates are going to go up. And and, and so they, so when you hear the end of the of the bond bull market, understand that also means the end of deflation and more inflation. And so you have to protect your retirement 30 years in the future. The, the, the That's why it's, you know, it's really so dangerous to sit there and take an annuity when you retire. Uh, look, in the last 30 years, that strategy, the annuity probably has worked out better than anything out there. But once you start getting in an inflationary world, you're going to be in trouble. Ask the people in Venezuela, ask the people in Argentina, uh, ask the people in many countries in the world you know what in, inflation looks like i mean we've forgotten the seventies uh, and particularly the early eighties in the United States where you know you were really excited when you got to you were able to secure a home loan under ten percent i mean that literally was the facts and 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 and, and so so what you want to do is is understand we we're, we're in this fundamental shift that we're talking about and so so in a longer term retirement uh Which we have today, you want to protect for inflation in the future, and one of the you know some of the ways you do that is a good stock and bond portfolio, another way is is locking in a fixed rate mortgage i mean now hopefully people have listened over the years we really have really pounded on the idea of hey really you need you want to have a fixed rate mortgage cuz if if inflation ever went up or if interest rates ever skyrocketed you could lose your home if it's fi- if it's locked in inflation can take off and it doesn't affect you and then it freezes one of your big expenses for retirement for the next 30 years so and if your house is paid off it lowers it and it freezes it again remember you're basically you got basically four big expenses in living is for retirement is Number one is the house payment. Number two is your taxes on the house and insurance on the house. And then your cost of your fuel to heat the house and warm it up and different things. So if you have the house paid off, then you've eliminated one of your big expenses. Once you turn 65, your taxes or your assessments are frozen in place. So that freezes another one. So really the only thing you have to worry about are insurance in in fuel and different things like that. So you've locked in a lot of your expenses for the next 30 years, which is a really good thing. So understand when we're talking about retirement, you, 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 what you really want to understand is this is a long-term process. I mean, people retire in 30 years. Today, there's people listening to the show, they're going to have a, a retirement of 30 years, which is about the time that they worked, which is – and so you have to understand that. So that's why people are working longer. And, and, and so uh, – that, that, that lets you pay off your house. That also lets you, you know, do a lot more things. One of the things we talk a lot about with our clients and prospects that come in to, into the Max Out Savings Advisors is, is is practice for retirement a little bit or at least try to take some extra vacations as you get near retirement. If you're trying to figure out whether to retire this year or next or a couple years in the future, make sure – if you decide to go a little into the future make sure you're taking all your vacations now make it easier make it more enjoyable kind of the the uh the you know the the landing ramp to retirement you know as you get on that ramp and you're slowing down a little bit you know take your time make it easy take your vacations enjoy it start getting used to retirement and start understanding what you're going to have to do at retirement and, and so uh you know we 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 talked to some people you know some of them we talked to and like in some cases, it's like, I really want, I'm sick of this job. You know, in some cases, it's like, look, once you go find something you really like, you've saved enough money for retirement, you've built up plenty of wealth, you you can retire anytime you want. You, you know, if you don't really like this job, go do something you like. Do, you know, maybe do some charity work or just do something you enjoy doing. And get. if you if you can find something you kind of enjoy doing and get paid for, it, it's a pretty good gig. And so understand it at retirement, uh, you know, sometimes as you get close to retirement, you're trying to figure out what to do. You know, look into things, you know, take longer vacations, change jobs to something you enjoy a little bit more, Uh, you know, start slowing down, understanding the world uh, in retirement. And so make sure you have enough money saved up. If you're working longer into retirement, make sure you get all your debts paid off as well as building up your savings so you don't have that problem. Make sure your house is paid off. You know, a lot of these things will make a big difference for retirement and in and, and over time. And the longer you work, remember the the less the the longer you can put off taking social security. And as we've talked about on the show, every year you hold off Social Security past the age sixty two, sixty-three, you're you're adding about eight percent more to your income in the future. And that income in the future nobody runs out of money the first and second year of retirement. They don't run out of money the fifth year of retirement. They run out of money the 20th year, the 25th, the 30th year. And that's why it's important to, you want to back in load a lot of your income as much as possible. You want to freeze your expenses and back in load your income. That That's what makes a big difference in retirement. And that's what freezes your expenses and then you want to so you have more money coming in in the future when you need it. When inflation, I I really think we're going to see more inflation. Look, we had a higher PPI number. Inflation's going up earlier in the week. The CPI was low, but if you look at it, the CPI was low because the price of used cars fell. Uh, you know, we pretty much know the cost of medical care didn't fall. The price of going, to sending your kids to college didn't fall, and the price of gasoline sure as heck didn't fall this this last month. So, understand these some of these numbers you're seeing out of the government are pretty much bogus numbers to try to to try to keep inflation as low as possible so they don't have to pay more in Social Security and other things. But inflation's out there. The genies come out of the bottle in inflation. This is going to be the, more and more the talk in the future. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. If you got any questions or comments, uh, go to our website, uh, maxoutsavings.com. Actually, you can go if you've got questions or comments you can call our live show at 7133391070. By the way, we've exciting. we've got our new website. It just, it, it's just it's now up this week maxoutsavings.com. Uh, we had a, a Sam Malone's company uh, build it. it's really exciting. it looks fantastic. If you haven't seen the new website, go to maxoutsavings.com and you can also sign up for our free newsletter when you go there. So anyway, we'll be right back after this quick break right here on the max out Saving show.
2: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back.
1: This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up
3: And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. We
2: return now to the Max Out Saving Show. Here's Ted Gioka.
1: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Well, today we've got a, a special guest uh, running for Congress of the 5th Congressional District, Bunny Pounds. Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, Ted. This Thanks is, for
4: having me on this morning. Oh, I'm
1: thrilled. Uh, bunny Pounds is running in the fifth congressional district, which is is basically uh, Mesquite, East Dallas, all the way down to uh, Canton, Palestine, Athens in that area. And this is yes. one of the most important races in the state of Texas, and she's in the runoff now. and And it's really important for us to get Bunny into this position. I'm really uh, pleased to, to you know to, to endorse you and help you out in this, Bunny, because. Uh, you know, I I really uh, believe in what you're doing. And uh, I've known you for a number of years. And uh, really, uh, it's just I, I think this is a great opportunity here. What Bunny is a very strong conservative and a very strong Christian, and a very capable person. And this is really exciting and unique to get someone in Congress like this. Bunny, what are the big things happening up in that what are people talking about in the district up there what are their concerns
4: well this is a really important race because i am we went from an eight-person primary now to a two-person runoff for the republican nomination Uh, my opponent is a sitting state representative Uh, he has two of the counties of the seven in his district but he's the fifth most liberal republican in the texas house (laughs) And he's got a dismal record when it comes to fiscal policy, limited government votes. He was one of the few Republicans that joined with the Democrats to keep uh, Governor Abbott's property tax reform bill from hitting the floor of the House. Um, He's got a a history of tax and fee increases that have, again, uh, fees are always taxes on the average American. (laughs) Yes, yeah. So he's got um, a 42 percent, which is a failing grade with Texans for fiscal responsibility. So it's a real clear cut between a solid fiscal and social conservative like I am, who has been in the trenches of the Republican Party as an activist and working for Congressman Jeff Henderling for the last 10 years. Um, Between that and someone who has a dismal record but it's it's fun he's trying to call everything even though all we're doing is talking about his record all he has to come back with is bunny's a liar Oh my god! you know because he can't he can't defend his record so we're, we're trying to stay on the on focus talk about the issues that matter to the fifth district of texas and americans which is you know securing our border um, national security issues economic issues and keeping our head above the water but it is uh, it's, an, it's an interesting race right now. We've got ten days until the election day, and early voting starts on Monday. So we're fighting every day against um, just someone who wants to smear me as a Washington insider, which is pretty crazy since I'm really the grassroots activist. In the
1: district <laughs> well it's really funny bunny and how I got to know bunny is is uh i, I knew Jeb congressman hintling at a and m a little bit and uh and so I supported i knew i remember i remember Jeb back then and, and I decided to support jeb and 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 I got to know Bunny, and Bunny was always nice enough because I'd come in from Houston, and and we'd talk and stuff. And and I always, you know, Bunny would tell me what's going on, and I'd, you know, Bunny, what's happening? And she's always things like, Well, Ted, I've started a new home church. I'm so excited about this, and you know, mm-hmm. your your Christian faith and your in your conservatism is what always impressed me, and and, and so thank you. And, and the this is the other interesting thing. I went, you know, I I, I know some of the people that that are backing you up in. And and so it, I said, well, I'll go to Bunny's website. And 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 so I got your list of, of your en- endorsements. And I said, well, I'll just print it up so I have it. And so I hit the print button, and I'll, and the printer starts going off. And I'm like, in a minute later, it's still printing. <laughs> and I'm like, it's 26 pages of endorsements. And, and, wow. And so, but this is this is why I wanted to do this, and this is why I wanted to talk about this. Is what's fascinating to me is is your endorsements. It, it's it's the it's not just the grassroots up up in East Texas. It, you know the the local farmers and people, the businessmen up there, and, and the in the you know the the committees, the Tea Party. It's like it, it's uh, Vice President Pence. Yes. You know, vice presidents typically don't get involved in endorsing candidates in particularly runoffs. It, it, it just it doesn't happen a lot. Uh, right. You, the, Ken Paxton. Uh, it, it, it with Mia Love, uh, it, it's uh, Mark Meadows. I'm assuming since he's chairman of the House Freedom and Caucus, you'll be joining the Freedom Caucus. Yeah, correct?
4: I've been on the record since the beginning saying that we can push liberty forward many ways and adding members to the Freedom Caucus is something that I think is important for us to be able to negotiate with leadership on um, keeping these deficit spending down. So, yeah, I will be joining the Freedom Caucus if they invite me to join. They do have to invite me. Um, But I'm excited about, again, pushing liberty forward however we can. At the end of the day, I know we have to take hard votes and we have to look at the bills in front of us and say, is this pushing freedom forward for the American people or not? But I look forward to those, those fights in the U.S. House. And, yeah, it's been an incredibly humbling process, Ted, to have the vice president who i knew as a member of congress 10 years ago come out and say we need bunny in the u.s house uh so many folks we've really united the conservative movement and why should people in, in houston care about this race i'll tell you why um we cannot put um a lieutenant of speaker Strauss into a federal u.s house seat Um, we have a problem with um, people that voted to keep conservative legislation that was being passed in the Texas Senate from hitting the floor of the Texas House. Governor Abbott's and Lieutenant Governor Patrick's agenda was sabotaged in many ways by the Speaker of the House. And my opponent has been one of his top lieutenants and done whatever the Speaker wanted him to do. Uh, it's very, very important for all people who care about limited government that we put a solid conservative in this seat. And Rafael Cruz, Senator Cruz's father, was out doing events with me this week. We did one in Kaufman County and Dallas County. Wow. And I need fiscal yeah. conservatives around the state of Texas uh, to help me get across the finish line because it is really brutal on the ground right now. But we have over 200 volunteers and I believe with all my heart that we're going to win. But anybody who wants to connect with our campaign and help us, uh, we we need that help. Uh, my website's bunny, with an I, poundcom dot com, bunny, dot com. And conservatives throughout the state of Texas are paying attention to this race. And it's an incredibly important race no. for America as well. Oh, look,
1: I, Buddy, I don't think that's it you say. I really genuinely believe in you, in this, and I think, and you can see by the endorsements, people that worked from you, with you ten years ago remember you, and yes. and that says a lot. And the other thing too is, when's the last time we've uh, elected a, a woman into Congress in in Texas?
4: It's been twenty two years since Kay one. Granger. Yeah, and and that's an important story too. We, it's not we're not talking about gender on the ground in the district. Um, hmm. it's not an important issue because i am um, the conservative in the race versus the liberal republican um, but the, the issue is it's, it's good for america for us to have more woman voices that are solid conservative fiscal conservatives in dc talking about business talking about managing our family budgets talking about real world experience in american prosperity and limited government and economic freedom for all of us and our voices matter in this dialogue especially when you have women marches, you know, where they're trying to define all women with a certain brush. We need conservative, pro-life, pro-economic women standing up and fighting and adding their voices to the fray. And I think it's really good for the Republican Party as a whole.
1: No, I would agree with that. And uh, and this is, you know, and this is why... I really wanted to get you on the show. I, I just, again, I was really surprised what what comes through, and we talked, and <clears throat> I know some of the other people are backing you as well, it, and I, I'm always surprised... It's it's like it's like I said it's someone that worked with you ten years ago and very powerful people and they remember you and 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 and, and that tells me that these people really believe in you and when you get to Washington yeah. I genuinely believe you're going to do great things up there and uh, particularly you. with your faith in your religion and Christianity as well as conservatism which is, is is I think so important that's why we got people like Rafael Cruz up there stumping for you and 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 so I think this is a, a, a big thing. Uh, I, yeah, I'd encourage listeners is support Bunny. Go to the website. It, it, it was bunnypounds.com, right?
4: Yes, bunny with an I, com I was named after Billy Graham's daughter, um, so it is an odd oh. name, but it's a spiritual reason. My dad was a U.S. Uh, Army um, soldier during the time of <laughs> Vietnam, and he got born again watching Billy Graham on TV. and thought his daughter's nickname was a really cool name. So, yeah, it's Bunny with an I pounds.com okay and uh love uh, people to see my issues and see how important this race is yeah if you you have
1: friends and relatives up in east texas uh give them a call tell them to vote for bunny and uh yeah but it it, because I, i like i said this is really exciting we're going to be watching this race very close And there by the way there's people big people all over the country watching this race am i is that right bunny
4: oh yeah no it's a big it's a big deal um Club for Growth, the Fiscal Conservative PAC in D.C., has supported us and helped us a lot to get out the issues behind this man's record. Um, it's a very important race for House Republicans that care about limited government and fiscal responsibility. And and so I, I would be a privilege to serve with those uh, warriors in the U.S. House.
1: Now, this, I like I said, I, uh, you know, it's interesting when you're telling me how conservative he is. That's important to me, but also to me, I'm thinking, you know— I don't care if the other person was conservative. I think it's very important to get you in Washington. And, and so that's why Thank people you. should vote for you. And, and so uh, it sounds like it's going pretty well up there. Uh, what's what's something that surprised you when uh, an issue that's maybe surprised you a little bit that, uh, you know, you didn't, you, you know, you either wasn't a big deal or as big a deal or not as big a deal or or what are really people interested in? Maybe not even surprised, but what what things are kind of jumping out you a little bit?
4: Um, we've got a pro-life issue in, in this race that's really playing hard. Um, my, my opponent voted against Matt Schaefer's amendment to protect babies in the womb after 20 weeks with fetal abnormalities. Um, that is a really important vote that we're talking about. The Privacy Act, um, people can disagree or agree on how important that was to the state of Texas, but as a woman, I believe it was important that Governor Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Patrick We're trying to say, you know, we can't let our ISDs and cities all make their own rules when it comes to who goes in what restrooms, who goes into which locker rooms with gender identification issues. So they were trying to bring a uniformity to the state of Texas. And again, this is one of those bills that the Senate passed with flying colors in the Texas House. Uh, The speaker would not take it up. And 85 percent of uh, my opponent's colleagues ended up co-signing one of those forms of the Privacy Act, and he never did. He never thought that was important. He was actually on the record on his Facebook page kind of making fun of people that thought that was important. So those Amazing. are the issues that are really at the forefront of this race and, and are important for East Texans and East Dallasites uh, to make sure our families are protected. And I, I think that's something I can really speak into as a woman as well that these are issues that we have to continue to talk about
1: okay this yeah th- I know and I think that's right uh, uh, I look forward to seeing you in Washington bunny you know, knock on wood but it's I, I really uh, I, I think this is really exciting for the state of Texas to have you uh, a congresswoman and so you know uh, like I said if our listeners you know give your friends a call and your relatives up there in East Texas and tell them about bunny and and you know if you get a chance support bunny at BunnyPounds.com. com I you know this is 20 uh, is it 26 years money since we've had a, a new woman in Congress? 20, in 22 Texas? years,
4: 22 years.
1: That's embarrassing. 22 years. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> and I'm the only woman on the Republican side in Texas that can make it. There'll be probably a couple Democratic women that actually get elected uh, this election cycle. But this is a solid Republican district. Um, it's a Republican plus 16 district. I will win the general election. Um, this is really the race, the next 10 days. So if people care about limited government, and fiscal conservatism. Um, help me get across the finish line the next 10 days, and I, I think this will be an important seat for us to maintain as conservatives in the U.S. House. Well, buddy. Uh, Thank you, Chad, so much for letting me come on today.
1: Well, I really appreciate it, and uh, like I said, it's just been a, a really an honor just to even help you out in any way at all. It, like I said, this is a very important race, and, and uh, I appreciate you you know making the decision to run i know that wasn't easy and uh you know because you have to make sacrifices but uh you know i think this is great for texas
4: thank you thank you so much sir talk to you when this is over
1: okay thanks bunny bye
4: thank you
1: bunny pounds running for fifth congressional district in uh east texas and uh if you got any questions or comments you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 you know i have I'm still amazed, 22 years. That was Republican and Democrat. And, and I, I mean, I don't know what, what it is with that, but uh, it's, uh, I do know Bunny, and, and uh, you know, she is, she is the real thing. And, and so uh, this, is, I, I really genuinely believe this is an important race. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break, and we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Saving Show.
2: The Max Out Savings Show at Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713 339 1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show.
3: And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns
2: now with your host, Ted Gioka.
1: Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas, 713-339-1070. Also, go to our website, uh, our new website, actually 512 New Media just put together a new website for us. It looks fantastic. So if you haven't seen the new website, we're really pleased with it. And uh, Go to maxoutsavings.com and you can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report, which is coming out this week. Another report talking about saving, investing, the markets, all types of neat things on there, the politics, the... the the world in in and, and we write it all in the max out savings port and it's free if you need some help with your retirement you can also go there and set up an up uh, uh, request an appointment with me and i'll sit down with you personally to see how you're set for retirement tell you what let's take a call to randy from randy to seven from 713-339-1070 hey randy that's it how are you doing pretty good
5: good good uh I was, you caught my ear when you're talking about inflation i've been noticing that too and uh and it looks like the the, the meat of the yield curve the, the 2 to 10 is is come down from about 100 basis points to about 42 basis points and yeah. so now i'm thinking stocks and bonds don't do very good in in, in inflation uh, so where do we run where do we hide now
1: uh shorter term bonds now look look right now uh if if you look at it, 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 you, you I'm. Lo- I tell you what. I'm looking at uh, at a uh, a chart actually that that shows the the f- forward uh, dividend yield. At the S and P 500 about two percent. In in two point four, two point five is the ten year. That's the first time the ten the two year. Excuse me. The two year has gone above that number since two thousand eight at the financial crisis. That's not you know that that's pretty negative. But if you buy the two year. Treasuries. What we've been doing is we bought the two-year Treasuries. We bought some a while back. They're yielding less than that, but they're what's known as rolling down the curve now. And so instead of two-year bonds, they're you know they're probably one and a half year bonds, and six months will be one-year bonds. And so what what I would do is I would go shorter term, roll down the curve, pick up, do it if that makes any sense. So So you lock in 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 a rate. The Treasuries you can always sell real quickly, and and so. I go back and forth. We've looked at for some clients putting some in muni's because we get better after-tax returns, but we have to weigh that. If you want to use it for money that you're going to shift into stocks in a big sell-off, then you want to go with something like the treasuries, which are going to be a little more liquid.
5: Yeah. Well, I got about about a five-year ladder, so that's perfect. Sure. That's where,
1: where yeah. you want to be right now.
5: Yeah. no but I got about yeah, I got about a million dollars in my ladder, and I got about. Three hundred thousand out there in stocks. Because now that I've retired, I've kind of shifted my my assets a little bit. So, but I'm in uh, some things like Micron Technology, you know, TCM, um, a, a number of computer stocks is is uh, performing pretty good. I got a fifty or sixty percent, you know, uh, increase in it, and uh, they seem to be still running. So. That that sector, and uh, and it, I don't know. I, I, should I go ahead and maybe kind of bail out of this? Is it end of the computer? I mean, we had we had a, a big run up in it, and they fell off dramatically, and now they've come back quite a bit.
1: Here here's here's the. I mean, it's a it's a sector. It's growing with artificial intelligence, with uh, big data, uh, with Bitcoin. All the not not Bitcoin, excuse me, with blockchain. Those three. Things are going to drive technology. Having said that, they're very, very rich right now. Uh, China is coming in and, and squeezing a lot of these companies now, and and there is question where they can do business with China. I, I would start backing out of the sector. Uh, you know, I would in particular. You know, I've been kind of trying to figure out a way to work with those. In in in, look, I think if the if if the NASDAQ breaks underneath the fifty-day moving average. I'd start selling them.
5: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's held pretty good in all the indexes now. But one thing I like is uh, there's a lot of automation coming into cars, yeah. AI, okay. uh, computer things in general, and uh, I, I think that the, the 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 future for that sector is is pretty bright.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, we're looking at getting... I'd like to get into Intel. I keep hoping it's going to pull back and get us a chance to get into that. NVIDIA is just way too expensive. Uh, Look, you're going to need huge amounts of of, of chips to to crunch data. Uh, Again, it's like he pointed out, for self-driving cars, the artificial intelligence. I mean, it's just... There's a lot of big trends in the, in the and sector. All the, all,
5: all the robots that are they're coming online now, and, and particularly in the service sector, are replacing you know people that uh, wanted to get $15 an hour. They're not going to pay that and try to stay in business. They're not going to charge people $30 for a piece, and nobody's going to pay it.
1: Yeah, you know what, what's what's fascinating, really, is 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 these companies just can't find workers in general. And and so, uh, you know, you're going to see more robotics. But, you know, the, the more robotics, the more wealthy you're – the, the big story out there, Randy, if you listen to Alan Greenspan, one of the things he said, he, he makes the point is, is we're not seeing wages go up. Uh, and he thinks one of the reasons is we've not seen productivity go up. You've got to have productivity go up in theory to go your weight. We're starting to see in order to get productivity, you've got to invest in plant and equipment and things like that. And one of the things... That, that really, you know, uh, and I'll expand upon this in a little bit. One of the things this week I really notice is, is how many companies have big amounts of cash or buying other companies. Uh, you know, this is something we're having to deal with with some of our stocks is and it, it kind of hurts the company near term. And then they start firing workers and cutting expenses and cutting back plan and equipment. I think we're shifting away from that to investing more in robotics, like you said, self-driving this, doing that. That increases productivity. As the productivity goes up, you know look maybe i don 't have a thousand people in in the plant if I put a bunch of robotics in there, but I still get five hundred people in there, and I can probably pay those five hundred people a lot more money in a, in a world of four of three point nine percent unemployment that 's the way we go that 's the way we build up wages that 's the way we build up productivity by investing, and the wages then go up so Yeah, I mean I think all – I don't view these as negative is all these people running around claiming we're not going to have any workers in the – you know, no one's going to have a job in the future and, you know, robots are going to be serving us everything.
5: There's gonna be plenty of jobs, but, but I like I like your concept of the increase in productivity because the standard of living is tied to your productivity and, yeah. and, and and another thing like this this blockchain and all this stuff they're talking about like that. It's such a it's really computer intensive and it takes a lot of MIPS to run those things and so uh I'm wondering uh, that that might be another area to look at.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's absolutely it. Uh, you know, my son is, he programs blockchain. He has a company that does that, and it's a bit. Uh, one of the fascinating things about blockchain and Bitcoin and all this is with the blockchain programming and for the Bitcoin mining is, I, I was there's kids in Zimbabwe literally. Putting together these systems in mining Bitcoin and making money, you know, crunching the numbers to to, to redo the the blockchain, you know, to reset the Bitcoin every couple seconds and and they can make money. I mean, people in emerging markets, young people are getting involved in technology. It's really exciting. It's much more exciting than people realize.
5: Oh yeah, there could be plenty of jobs. Another thing I, didn't, I noticed about the uh, the blockchain and cryptocurrencies in general. When, once the government got involved in it, in the futures market, and all these rules and regulations, it did really hurt the value of the bitcoins and Ripple and things like that.
1: Yeah, no, it 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 did. I mean, it now people aren't real sure. I I still think I uh, I you know I I think. I think Bitcoin really has a future just because of the anonymity. I mean, it's you know, you, you saw what I, I don't know. There was something that came out this week with Stormy Daniels' lawyer, and, and and evidently someone at the NSA or the CIA or somewhere leaked leaked out the 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 information came from one of those two. Com- maybe maybe it was through Mueller in in the New York Attorney General's office. But it leaked out, and how I know it came from them is they also had some other Robert Cones in Canada and elsewhere that had had made deposits and different things, and that's that that shows you how much the government is storing all this information, and people are getting kind of tired of that, and so, blockchain. I mean, Bitcoin is is way is way. I don't think around it, but just people don't like the idea of, of having – being watched over them constantly. And, and, and
5: well, well, the, well the, the banks are doing a lot of this. If you deposit, what, over what $10,000 or something like that, they report your activity to the government even though you just sold – say you sold your car. Or something innocent like that. You don't have anything to do with drugs or any kind of illegal money laundering.
1: No, it, uh, Wells Fargo. They sent us a notice. And, and, and if somebody comes in and wants to put, you know, five hundred dollars in my account, they won't take the money anymore. Uh, and, and I'm like, wait a minute, you're a bank, and 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 be, be, I mean, they're really trying to get rid of 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 of, of cash and everything. So the if you're going to get rid of cash completely, then the only alternative is for people to go to to to, to the cryptocurrencies and that's what i don't think they 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 really quite understand.
5: I think that's what that's what the government really wants cuz that way they'll be able to control us and they'll be able to track everything that we're doing. Well, yeah, when you're paying with cash, they don't know what you're doing.
1: I mean, sometimes you got to you know, sometimes you got to be a little flexible in and and this is kind of what happens when security sort of gets out of control in in you know, but it's not a good thing. In 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 but but I and you don't want to stifle innovation, which is really the driver of the United States. I mean, unlike any other country in the world, we're the innovator of the world. I mean, it, 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 let me tell you something, Randy. There's there's probably I'll be generous and say five times as many smart people in China. There's probably five times as many smart people in India, and there's many. And yet, why are we always the driver, the innovator? Even, you know, there's as many, there's as many smart people in Europe as there are here, I promise you. Why, why does all the innovation come out of here? Because it's our former government. It's our free market system. And, and more than anything else, it's the, it, people in this country want other people to succeed, want it, innovation. They like They applaud it here. In other countries, they look down on it or they get jealous and they don't want people to succeed. That's why people come here.
5: Well, I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of parallel in in the internet being developed and in, in, in the, the the cryptocurrencies when uh, the internet was wide open and it it just went it just went crazy, you know. And it's really made a lot of advances. Well, cryptocurrency was doing the same thing until uh, Uncle Sam began to get their fingers in the pie, and that's why I don't want to see this net neutrality.
1: Yeah. No. And and fine. Fine. But thanks for the call, Randy. Final thing here is. Uh no that and i'm not a huge supporter of bitcoin and the different things but yeah i mean it's a concern i'll give you one more quick story my son wanted to start up a uh, you know they're start, they started they've got the business they started a business they've got you know a paying customer and uh it, it, actually he's done a bunch of work and, and, and but they but they're finally starting to get some bigger contracts and so they want to they want to have an official bank account and they want to have official everything in and, and, and so they went down to wells fargo to open the bank account up and and they're like well you know uh in in his partners in Seattle and they go back and forth and you have to have both partners here but then he goes what do you do well he goes oh, we I, I program blockchain and, and he's programming it not for not for for other different not blo- not block not bitcoin not cryptocurrency but other areas and and he goes what's bit blockchain he goes well it's used in like bitcoin and the minute he said the word bitcoin uh, Wells Fargo just freaked out and wouldn't let him open up the account. Yeah. And, and so my son is, he, he's struggling to try, he's had just really struggle to open up a bank account somewhere because these banks, if you just, he, so the, Wells Fargo does not even want to open accounts for people doing business in blockchain, which is the foundation of everything from IBM's work in, uh, in, uh, Different types of, of movement of cargos to to farming and everything else because they're so freaked out about cryptocurrencies. Well, it's, it's Sounds sad.
5: like Uncle Sam is behind this this deal with <laughs> the banking system. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Ted, nice talking
5: to you, mighty fine.
1: Okay, thanks. Uh, you know, if you got any questions or comments, this is the last segment of the show seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. You know, we, we've got we're we're gonna have uh, Nomi Prime's on next week uh, talking about the Federal Reserve. I mean, this is you know one of the things you know you're starting to see some of the Negatives of the Federal Reserve out there, but uh, uh, so a lot of things. What else do we want to touch base on today? The uh, you know market market sort of broke a little bit up to the upside. We we want to see. uh, What We're really looking at is these is 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 this really the the the, the short term interest rates are going up? I mean, they're really the two year yields well above the the dividend rate in the S and P five hundred. That hasn't happened for. Almost ten years for a decade, and the Fed's starting to pull money out of the system. And the other side of it that's really interesting is, is the dollar has gone up. The dollar's gone up about three four percent in the last month or so, which is a big move. And we saw the first crack starting to happen this week when when uh, Argentina had to have an emergency IMF bailout uh, because. Because they they couldn't support their currencies, be people. What's happening is is institutions around the world are starting to pull money from emerging markets, and they can't handle the big capital flows, and it starts depressing their currencies even more. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting. I'm not sure why the dollar is going up at this point i- got, I have a thinking it might be a feeling it might be due to China and Europe in the trade war and rather than press, pressuring the dollar and forcing interest rates up which hurts everybody around the world I think instead they're trying to push up the dollar to press to pressure uh president trump that's it, it, just kind of a guesstimate there but but this is, you know, the people are pulling – because of this, you got to be very careful in emerging market, in emerging market debt. I mean, if it gets worse, we might look at – if we get a good deal, we might look at buying some for our clients. But but right now, there's a lot of pressure on the sector. And, and we want to watch this closely. You said, Ted, Argentina, who cares about that? Things are good in Houston around – you know, nineteen ninety eight. In the crisis started originally when there was a run on the the currency in Thailand in nineteen ninety eight, and it kind of snowballed into the eventual collapse of long term credit. Then about a, you know within I think nine months or so, in a collapse there that, and so knocked the market down here. So this is something we want to watch closely. You know, it bears bears watching, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll write some about that in the Max Out Savings report. Uh the talked a little earlier about the importance of a thirty year time frame or twenty-five year time frame of retirement, the importance of understanding we're starting to see inflation. Uh we saw a low CPI number but a high PPI number. The the CPI was only the result of a couple of things. We're seeing inflation, we're seeing wage inflation. A lot of our conference calls we're hearing about executives talk about higher infl- higher commodity cost, higher trucking cost higher oil costs, higher wage costs, having trouble hiring people. That's all inflationary, which is good for the real economy, but we have to understand it's a threat over the long term for your retirement. And we're having to deal with that at Max Out Savings Advisors. So if you if you need some help, go to our website maxoutsavings.com, that's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for that free newsletter or you can sign up for an appointment with me and I'll be happy to sit down with you and show you how we manage money. We've got our new website put together by 512 New Media. Sam Malone's company, so it's really exciting. By the way, I want to thank Bunny Pounds for coming on the show today. Really excited. If you have friends in East Texas, call them up. Tell them to vote for Bunny Pounds. This, this is a really important rate, race for the state of Texas. And, and if you'd you know, if you'd like to support her, go to bunnypounds.com. We'll see you next week. Remember our motto and philosophy. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term.